Hi, and welcome to One Little Candle, a place where genuine believers are encouraged, empowered, and inspired to be the light that God calls us to be by contending for the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his people so that we may pass down undefiled the truth of God's infallible word to the next generation. And in case you're thinking that you can't make a difference in your own little corner of the world, yes you can, because all it takes is one little candle. I'm your host, Rebecca Bershwinger. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Are you looking to plan a trip to the Holy Land? Because if so, you're going to want to hear this. The Christian podcast community is planning a trip to Israel for next year. It's going to be February 20th through March 4th, 2023. So it's a 13-day trip. And on the trip, you're going to be joined by CARMS, Matt Slick, Striving for Eternity's Andrew and Yim Rappaport, Mormonism Research Ministries, Bill McKeever and Eric Johnson, and Biblical Archaeologist Joel Kramer. So a lot of great, wonderful, knowledgeable people. And I've gone on their website and read the details about the trip. And I have to tell you, they are going to some amazing places, places that you will definitely not want to miss. So log on to 2023israeltour.com for pricing information and the travel itinerary as well. Added bonus, if you sign up, Before May 31st, you get $100 off the trip. And I highly suggest not putting it off if you really want to go because these slots do fill up fast. So again, 2023israeltour.com. That's 2023israeltour.com. And sign up by May 31st and get $100 off the trip. Hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for joining me today for part two of Responding to Naysayers with my special guests, Will and Angela Williams of the Salty Saints podcast. If you didn't get to listen to part one, um, if you want to go back and listen to that, that's fine. If not, I'm glad you joined me nonetheless. This is an episode about the end times. We're doing another episode about the end times because of some of the responses and the things we're hearing within the church from people is a little alarming. And I'm referring specifically to naysayers, those who say, well, yeah, they've been saying that we've been in the end times for a long time now, as though things are the same as they were all those other times that people, whether it was 50 years ago, 100 years ago, or 1,000 years ago. But things are much, much different now. So we chose to focus on, in this episode, the reign of the Antichrist and what it will be like, what the Bible says it will be like. And the fact that in order for him to reign in which the Bible says he would, we had to have certain things fall into place, and most certainly in the areas of technology, which we do now have. And if you listened to the intro in part one, I specifically addressed our cashless society, which is quickly becoming a reality. So that's kind of our our focus here. Um on the Antichrist and what his reign will look like. And and we talked about a few other things too. Just because we want to really stress to people if they're having any doubt as to whether things are different, we're just looking to share some examples in the way in which they are different. That being said, um, and you know, I just want to put out a little disclaimer here because sometimes it might seem as though we really get on the church. And 
I just want to stress something, and that is when we say the church. Now, the church has a broad definition to it, just like the the word Christian does. There are many who say they're Christians or part of the church, but not all who say that they are truly are. There are false converts. We have false disciples. We, you know, we have false teachers. There's been false prophets throughout history. We have those who say they are, but they aren't. So much of that church that claims to be the church really aren't, are the ones who have succumbed to the lies of the culture. The culture has permeated the church because I believe there's also a good portion of the church and Christians who are thriving. They are pleasing to God. They have not succumbed to the culture. The culture has not permeated the teachings. They're still standing strong in the faith. They're contending for the faith. They're taking a bold stance for truth, and they're truly walking with God. So there is a part of the church that is absolutely beautiful, and God is so pleased with it. I know he is. It's his bride. But there's another part of the church. And unfortunately, before the the sheep and the goats are separated, or the, the wheat and the tares, okay, before all these separations happen, we have unbelievers amidst believers. And sometimes... It's hard to tell the difference. Sometimes you won't be able to tell the difference until God comes because God is judges the hearts of men, right? He judges their motives. He judges their hearts. So in the meantime, we have unbelievers, false converts who do represent the church. So that is why when we say the church, um, you can bet that that's pretty much that applies to those who truly are not walking with God. And yeah, okay, there probably there are people who are walking with God, but they're starting to um, kind of stray. And so we pray, of course, that God will, will call them back to him, put them back on the right path. But anyway, I just wanted to, to get that out there, that the church is beautiful, the true church. But again, <laughs> as I just said, I hope that part one and part two of responding to naysayers it helps you. It encourages you. And maybe if you need that, it opens your eyes as to the convergence of so many things um, within scripture between the politics and the culture, society, and prophecy, end times prophecy. I know there's a lot of things sometimes we'd rather be thinking about than these things. And of course, we don't want to be so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good and vice versa. We have to know, um, and that's with, with much prayer and guidance from God, we need to know how to be in this world, but not of this world. We keep our eyes on the perfecter and the finisher of our faith. That's Jesus Christ. We have a job to do while we're here on earth. We need to be looking up in expectation, right? For Jesus Christ. All right. So without further ado, here is part two responding to naysayers with Will and Angela Williams of the Salty Saints podcast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've, we've got a society right for this. We've got the church having dropped the ball, mm-hmm. which is why we're talking about the things we're talking about. If you think about it with society, yeah. um, 
And funny, you mentioned the the days of Noah because we've we've got naysayers here, right? And when was the last time God exercised his wrath upon the world was? Yeah, with the flood. Right. And all the people that thought that Noah was nuts, mm -hmm. you know, but it didn't stop Noah and didn't deter him. He kept on doing exactly what God had told him to do. 120 years to to build the ark. So here's this ark sitting, this gigantic ark in his yard, (laughs) so to speak. And and him preaching about the wrath to come is... um, that they talk about what in second Peter, you know, preacher, mm-hmm. preacher Noah, and no one wanted to hear it. Right. The signs were there. There's this giant ark sitting there in the yard. Noah's trying to tell them, and they just kept eating and drinking and giving in marriage, yeah. carrying on with their everyday lives. And that's what society and those who, again, claim the name of Christ are doing. Um, yeah. They're know. ignoring the warning signs. They think that we are crazy, like Noah. They thought he was nuts. And um, just like then, you know, they were like, I'm sure, you know, what is he doing this for? It's not, it's not going to rain. This is, <laughs> he's crazy, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like us, like us just trying to continue to sound the the warning alarms. And people, oh yeah, sure. You know, they've been saying this for 2000 years or whatever. And when it starts raining, then what, you know, obviously not rain. I mean, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Rain rain fire at some point. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we, we have the church, the state of the church. We have the state of society that we just talked about. And I guess we just kind of covered the demise of the United States. We talked a little bit about it, right? We are doing ourselves in through our, woke ideologies and um, leader that is not based in reality either. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a fearful society. They're um, instilling fear at, at, from every angle. We've got our climate change <laughs> agenda where, you know, in 30 years, we're not going to exist if we don't do something now. Yeah. Okay. Um, COVID, yeah. you know, we've had a pandemic, right? We've had COVID and now there's the fear of war, nuclear war, famine, food shortages, and we have world leaders that are lacking in strength, courage, wisdom, and discernment. World leaders that themselves are crying for a global government, this new world order. Mm-hmm. So, Will, yes. what um, the Antichrist, let, let's talk about the Antichrist reign here. What is it going to look like? What's going to happen when he rules? Well, you know, when we read scripture, I, I always kind of go back um to Daniel, you have the three boys, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. And, uh, you know, their faith was so strong. And you see these boys and they're young. And I, I go back to the portion of scripture when uh, Nebuchadnezzar is, is wanting everyone to bow down to him because he has this huge statue of himself. And, you know, they needed to bow down and worship. But yet the three boys decided not to. And because they decided they were going to stand and uh, worship and tell them that, that they worship Yahweh and they're not going to bow down to an idol like this. And that enraged Nebuchadnezzar. And he so he got his furnace as hot as it could get. And and he was going to throw these three boys in there. And he did. But they never wavered. Right. So I believe the Antichrist is going to be a lot like Nebuchadnezzar, where he's so full of himself, he doesn't see 
the power of God. And I believe that Antichrist system and the Antichrist, that the system he's going to set up in him himself, are so arrogant that that Antichrist is not going to see past his notes. All he's mm-hmm. going to have on his mind is people bowing down to him, people that wants that he wants them to worship him. And when you look at the system that he sets up, it sets that up for that that worship. And you're going to see the power of God in three boys, the power of God, how when they were thrown into that, into that furnace, there was a fourth with them. And that fourth, it was the son of man. And so when we see Jesus with us, we're going to see us stand out. Uh, you know, that, that antichrist system is going to, um, is going to be polar opposite than what, than when you see the ones that are walking with Jesus, truly walking with him. And so the Antichrist is is a complete counterfeit of Jesus. And so this Antichrist system and this Antichrist is a counterfeit to what um, in the days that when Jesus walked on this earth, he's going to mimic that. He's going to try to do the signs and wonders and he's going to win over the people with with words. But yet in the end, turn on them and people are going to have to really know jesus to not fall for that in that day and time yeah yeah absolutely so you're saying he's going to rule with an iron fist he's going to start out nice right and Um, i believe that you know even with nebuchadnezzar the people he gave them what they needed mm, you know and yet mm. in return they he he commanded worship right Mm -hmm. and i believe these people are going to have that same mentality we're going to, you know, they're going to need something. The Antichrist is going to provide it, but yet then he turns. Mm-hmm. He turns and he's going to say, this is what I want in return is for you to worship me. Uh, well, we talked about that in the last episode we did with you, that they're going to be willing to give their allegiance and their worship because he's providing for their security, their safety, their comfort, the things that they don't want to miss out on. Yes. You know? As long as they have their creature comforts. Yes. Yeah. And, and we're seeing that with the government now, like people mm-hmm. and the government's trying to, you know, we're paying you this, we're paying you that. Here's your, here's your money for not working. And here's, yeah. you know, now, what is it? Gavin Newsom was giving out these gas cards or something, yeah. or whatever, because of the price of gas. I was like, keep your stupid cards and open up the pipelines. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Give us back our energy <laughs> independence. But when you do these things, you're slowly getting the people to rely on the government yeah. to provide for them. And so you are going to give up things that you hold dear freedoms in order to be provided for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because you're talking about that giant statue. And have you seen that giant statue that's 10 stories tall? Yeah, the giant the yeah. giant yeah. that they have created and they wanted to have one in all these various cities. Yeah. Now, again, we don't know for sure, but I'll tell you, I can see this happening. Mm-hmm. You have that giant stationed in these cities and you, you download whoever it is you want the giant to be. Yeah. So all you got to do is download. You have the Antichrist face in there talking. It's a talking giant. It moves mm-hmm. 10 stories tall. So talk about intimidating, right? But who's who's to say that they will not be using that technology exactly. to keep an eye on people around the globe, always watching the people and always talking to the people. 
telling them what to think, what they should be doing, and people possibly bowing to that. Yeah. To that image with the Antichrist programmed into it. Um, well, it's about just technologies I mean, here the, for it. Yeah. The way that we have been conditioned through technology. I mean, just think of how glued everyone is to their smartphones. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen, there's a little car, kind of like cartoon animated clip. It actually looks like an old cartoon, but mm-hmm. it's, I mean, someone did it recently and it's like literally it's black everyone on, yeah, every little character is just glued to their phone. Like they're all just looking down, walking off cliffs and everything else, just enthralled in whatever's going on on their phone. Except for one little boy that's trying to pull everybody out of it. Yeah. And he's, he's concerned about everybody. And uh, I don't know who did the cartoon, but it's really powerful mm-hmm. to, to show the state of people's minds that were so glued and so, I guess, uh, reliant on technology. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if, just once, to, yeah, once, like that, once it's said, taken it's away, a, a satanic lullaby. Yeah, I mean, just imagine yeah. if someone yeah. threatens to take that away from you, and if you're so addicted to it, you know, just think of any other addiction. If you're someone takes the the drugs away, they will do anything to get the drugs back. And so I'm, you know, technology I believe is no different. Well, you, you remember know? when they're yeah, what was it? yeah, like it's addicting. Hand? or something on the East coast at one time. And people were literally killing themselves because they had no internet service. Yeah. I mean, Uh, it's nuts. Technology. Yeah. Good and evil. Right. Yeah. And and so we're going to focus a little bit on that, but let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we will talk about, because in order for the antichrist to rule, he's going to need some technology in carrying out what it is that he's going to, to do. So we'll talk about that when we come back. All right, so we're back, and Will uh, or Angela, either one of you, you talked a little bit about what's going to happen when the Antichrist rules. What are some specifics that God's Word tells us that will happen under his rule? Well, you can't buy or sell, right, with the mark of the beast. There's going to be a mark given that you cannot buy or sell within your society, you know, where you live at, because the Antichrist is going to be in control and just like what we talked before the the commercial break, we talked about the bowing down to the to the statue. Well, there's going to be a statue at some point, right? And the buying and selling, and you, there's these um, conditions involved with living your life out now. And the Antichrist is going to be uh, in complete control of that if you let him. And uh, most people will let him because they're not going to want to lose what they have. The word also talks about bread being a day's wage. So the, this hyperinflation, this um, this money that we were used to having, you know, by going to work and going to the grocery stores and buying food is all going to change during this time. And we're seeing that happen now, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it's pretty it's pretty sobering to see this in our day and time because no one really thinks it's going to happen in their generation. But there's <laughs> no. going to be a generation, it says, that it's going to happen in. Yes. And I, you know, I believe this is going to be our generation. Yeah, um, there's no doubt that yeah. we're going to see. Well, this. we're getting so close already. I mean, you saw with really with the COVID um, lockdowns and the way that things became. Think about how it was uh, in the grocery store at that time. You know, they had limited amounts of people that could go in. 
and you could only go in with a mask. And I mean, you could just easily see it going from that to, okay, you can only go in if you have the mark, you know, whatever the mark of the beast is going to be at that time. Um, and also, like Will was saying, we're already seeing the hyperinflation. We're already seeing these uh, food chain shortages. And, you know, now with uh, the Russia and Ukraine thing, the the wheat and the fertilizer and, I mean, just all of these shortages that are really going to have a major impact in, we believe, in the coming months. Yeah, yeah. When the news, the mainstream news report specifically says that wheat and barley yeah. <laughs> will yep. be in short supply. Yeah. That's, That's because, <laughs> revel, right, revelation. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Revelation five and six. Five and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to read that, Will? Revelation six. I'm trying to, turning in my Bible. <laughs> I thought you had it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he was turned to something else yeah. that he was going to read. <laughs> All right, so Revelation six, five and six. Uh, so it says, and when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hurt, not the oil and the wine. Yeah. And so there's a lot of talk about the shortages for this. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think I've ever heard that talk before. No. I don't know if the world ever has before, but um, there's there's a lot of talk of it. Like you said, the hyperinflation, which is going to get worse. This is just the beginning. Oh, yeah. yeah, it takes time. Most mm-hmm. people don't realize that it takes time mm-hmm. for it to fall. You know, things that happen at the moment, it's going to trickle down months ahead. And when we really start seeing the effects of, of, of this hyperinflation, and um, because some people are saying, well, I'm still getting groceries. I'm still, you know, they still these naysayers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It yep. goes back to the whole topic of this podcast. People yep. saying, oh, we don't see it right now in front of our eyes. So it mm-hmm. can't be real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so it's it's really it's we have to look at it as uh, in some areas. And to be honest, you know, the area that we live in is full of plants, meaning Mm-hmm. petrochemical plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, er, we have an area that there's lots of work, but we're seeing things starting to slowly change because of all the, the stuff that's happening. But we're not going to see it just fall right in front of us right this second. It's going to it's gonna be a um, a slow fade per se, not too slow, but it is a slow fade into the future. So you're looking at maybe four months down the road, five months down the road, mm-hmm. and you're going to start seeing things that that most people uh maybe the generation of the great depression if there's anybody still living in from that era they could tell you they probably can say yes this reminds me of that day and that time that that i lived in but most people are never especially here in the west have never experienced anything that's that's coming like this yeah. And more and more they're talking about these food shortages. And Klaus Schwab I get I get the Willie's just listening to him. I know. Um but he was he was talking about the food shortages and you know, the news is um our own president is talking about the coming food shortages. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It, it it's it's coming. Um so that's just another thing that, that's going to get people willing to, you know, acquiesce mm-hmm. um to these things. So 
buying, selling, and trading. At one point in time, you would have been saying, how can one man keep people from around the world from getting groceries? I yeah. mean, really, who who's going to stop them? You've got your cash. You can go to the store and who's, who's going to keep an eye on you? Or you can send someone to the store. If you can't go in, then maybe someone else can go for you or, or can order things online or, or, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So there was a time where it would have been impossible to track or control or control mm -hmm. everything that someone does, but now it's easy mm. and they're doing it. It's already in play, right? But we have all those things now that they can use um, against people. Some of yeah. them being um, obviously cashless society, right? Mm -hmm. We know that Biden put in a, an executive order for them to start implementing federal digital dollar. So the government's going to have access to your, it's going to be digital with a click of a button. They can shut you down. Um, if you don't fall in line. With if their... you don't. Yes. If you don't fall in line. Exactly. Will. Um, Social can, credit score. ESG yeah. scores. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yep. And again, if you're not going along with the false narrative, you will be judged by what that ESG score is. And that will tell a bank, a bank can decide whether or not to loan you money or if they are willing to, it's going to be at a much higher rate. Um, yeah. Insurance, you know, insuring you again, you have to meet those ESG scores. And, and if you are a Christian who stands for, for um, your beliefs and wants to live according to God's commandments, Guess what your ESG score is going to be? Yeah, <laughs> negative. <laughs> a negative, you know, and they will have access through the digital dollar, which is now coming into play to keep you from using your funds. Um, online shopping, right? If you want to shop online, they can track that. Mm -hmm. um, there's cameras at stores and on the street, so you won't be able to sneak into a store for anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. they can track you through your car, which is GPS enabled. Your cell phones are GPS enabled. Um, and even voice prints. When I, I went to do something with, um, I went to close out a credit card yesterday and the little voice thing there, it said how they have my voice print for security. Oh. So you can't, if you wanted to have someone else maybe help you out, um, because you weren't able to, to do these things because of your, your values, right? Because you're not worshiping or following the Antichrist. Not without your voice print, yeah, you know, it's going know. to detect that it's not your voice. So we are just surrounded by ways in which the government or the Antichrist can track us and can keep us from buying food. Yeah. We were you know, watching from doing anything. I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, we we were watching. I I can't remember now who it was who it was that we were watching, but oh, I remember. I think it was um, a guy that was a guest guest on a news channel that we watch a news outlet, and he was saying he is a economist, and he was on there, and he was saying that. I think he. I want to say he said by like August, you're going to see. Um, grocery stores having limits of how many people can go in and you can only go in if you have a certain like the digital ID thing or whatever. He believes it's going to be that quick 
um, over this summer, a lot of things are going to come into play that by that point, it's, it's going to be completely different than what we see now. And he was saying that at the same time, you're going to see this, this kind of, you know, the beast system type deal arise. You're also going to see a parallel system of people who are going to refuse to have anything to do with anything that resembles a mark of the beast type, you know, scenario. And you're going to have people that are going back to gardening, you know, living off of their own land, bartering, um, all these kind of things. So he said, basically his point and my point in saying that is don't let all of this that's coming into the picture scare you. Don't be part of the the people who are living in fear and driven by that and thinking that you have no other alternative because Mm -hmm. we know that God protects his own and he is going to make a way for us. I mean, we have a plan and a purpose in this life, right? We're called to be that one little candle and to be, as we say on our podcast, the salt and light out in the dark world. And we are going to be needed for such a time as this. So we need to have the peace and the the understanding that even though all of this is is coming to pass, God, he's warned us. He's told us the things that are going to take place. So we just stay the course and continue to be about the gospel, to be about the father's business, to be about snatching people from the flames and making disciples, making disciples. Amen. Yes, absolutely. I, I believe there's always a, a dry run for major things in history, you know, that take yeah. place and changes and um we're seeing the people worn down we're seeing people being conditioned yeah slowly but surely we're seeing it and again questions that that had to be answered how the antichrist could could possibly rule in the way which god's word says he will you couldn't answer those questions it would have been impossible right many years ago without the technology that we now have and that that is in play and and i just want to add about the two witnesses because that kind of fascinates me, the the two witnesses that are going to be in Israel proclaiming the gospel. And mm-hmm. it's going to tick some people off. They're going to want to try to kill them. We know these two witnesses are uh, prophets of God are going to have the power to cause drought, cause famine. And if someone tries to harm them, they will be killed. These these witnesses are going to breathe fire from their mouths, according yeah. to the Bible. And so the world's going to hate them those that worship the antichrist okay yeah. that worship the beast they're going to hate them but it says at one point they will be killed the world's going to see it the world's going to be watching them okay and the world's going to see their bodies laying lifeless on the streets for three and a half days how how could that happen again there was a time where there would be a question well, how is the whole world going to have their eyes on these men yeah well, now we have the ability, not just through news cameras, but there's the live cameras. There's mm-hmm. your your cell phones again. Sure. Um, it's there, you know, YouTube. And everything is instant. Everything is instant. You know? Exactly. The YouTube no live cams, just like there's mm-hmm. live cams in Ukraine right now. Yeah. Live cams, right? No delay, instant. The eyes of the world will literally be on these men. And as they are resurrected. The eyes of the world will see again, the technology, everything we need for this scenario is ready. 
it's yeah. ready. And some of it just very, very recently, yeah. um, such as the ESG scores and the digital dollars. If people don't believe that it's near at the door, I don't think they ever will. Yeah. Um, you know, Will mentioned people having their head stuck in the sand, or maybe it was you, Angela, but yeah, I, I've, I've used this analogy before with the ostrich, right? The yes. ostrich with their head in the sand. If your head is in the sand or an ostrich with his head in the sand, he can't see. It's dark. He can't hear. He has no idea what's going on around him. He's very vulnerable to an enemy to attack. And it's that way for us. If we have our head in the sand, we're not going to see what's coming. We're not going to be able to prepare. We're not going to to know. And we've talked about this before. We have to prepare our hearts. Yes. Because this is fearful for someone if they don't know Christ. Sure. If they don't know Christ, the story is not going to end well at mm. all. And as you have both stated as Christians right now, we are ambassadors for Christ. We need to be speaking the truth. We need to be sharing the gospel and living it. Yes. Amen. You know, um, not just using our words, but our actions. We're, we're being watched. And mm. I know we've been called, you know, evil's being called good and good is being called evil, but we still need to stand our ground and stand firm on God's word. Amen. Period. Right. Yeah. Amen. Um, His word is our authority. Absolutely. Absolutely, Angela. It is. You know, I, I don't want to leave this episode with people having fear. Um, we discussed signs. We discussed technology. Um, the fact that the stage is set for the man with the plan to take power. Who it is, we don't know. I believe he's alive as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> Very oh, much yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Who it is. We don't know. God knows who it is. And um, the stage has been set. All the players are there. Even the ones who think that, you know, such as Joe Biden and and the Obamas and all these people, Bill Gates, these elitists that Mm -hmm. have this plan to take over and have things their way and bring in what they call utopia, which is dystopia. Yeah. um, They think that they're in control. And they have a plan for this, but God has his own plans. That's right. Man makes plans, but God directs their steps. Yeah. Ultimately, they're going to bring glory to God. That's right. One Um, way or another. In in the end. So please, if you're listening, we're not trying to instill. Well, we want a healthy fear, a fear of what happens when you don't know God, when you don't have that relationship. You don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You should fear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because you have no refuge at that point. You have no protector. You're on your own. You yeah. know, you're, you're relying on yourself or man and, and we can't do that. And so I just wanted to share a couple of verses. One is Psalm chapter nine, verses nine and 10. It says, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Psalms, right, that are all about God's deliverance and, and being um, our our hiding place. Yeah. And Joshua 1.9 always comes to my head. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. A lot of verses like that where we know that 
God is our protector. He's our provider. He's our comforter. He's our rock. He's our refuge, our stronghold in times of trouble. Yes. I don't know if you guys have anything you want to add. Um, actually, there was a great, what was that Bible verse you shared with me, Angela? I thought it was wonderful. Oh, Proverbs 27, 12. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. Yep. And, you know, when you look at, when you look at what's happening today and we talk about have a healthy dose of fear, not fear that you should tremble in the, in the eyes of man, but the fear of knowing that God is in control. When God is in control, we can rest in that, but we can also know that God is God. Yes. Yes. Thanks for clarifying that. Yes. 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 And so when we, you know, the whole thing with, um, you know, our purpose and everything, I hope that your listeners that are Christian and they are followers of Jesus, that um, this is the most exciting time to live is where we're at right now. We're going to get to see our Savior come back, you know, I mean, possibly, you know, if we don't die or whatever before then. But the understanding is that that should we never be afraid of death. Death is is releasing us to be with our Savior and see him face to face. And so we should be, as uh, Joshua, we should be strong and courageous, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I, I call everybody out to be, is strong and courageous, that we can go forth and know that God, he has this. We're just there. We're part of his plan. And we just need to just say yes, Lord, mm-hmm. to it. Exactly. God is here. We don't know, you know, how much we have to experience of the wrath of man before yeah. Jesus comes back. But um, again, like Will said, is a healthy fear, a fear of the Lord, a fear of not knowing God. We don't need to fear man, just as Will said. Um, like the Bible says, what can mere yeah. man do to me? He can yeah. kill the body, but he can't kill the soul, can he? Right. So, you know, it says fear the one who can who can kill both body and soul. Mm-hmm. Um, but God loves us. He loved that all could be saved, but all won't. Right. That's just how it is. And it will be their choice to reject him. That's right. So again, um, we are in the end of the end times and we just need to prepare our hearts and the hearts of those that we love and that we know too. And those we don't know, but it starts in your own home. And your own families, your own circle, and then those concentric circles, right? But we need to start there. So, yeah. yeah. God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Is the saying yeah. goes. Yes. <laughs> and it's so it true. It, it's it so is. true. He really is. But guys, thank you so much for coming back again and chatting with me about this, uh, this subject here. Something I never thought we'd be talking <laughs> a few years ago, honestly, like I knew we were starting to get around those times, but um, so much has happened the past two years that it's undeniable. For sure. Um, yeah. So thank you for, for coming in and sharing. sharing yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, always a pleasure. Of, love of Christ. But anyway, you, you guys, you take care. And I'm sure at some point we'll be back talking about some other things. Before you go. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find us on the blog site at www.saltysaints.blog. They can find us on Instagram at saltysaints2. And 
they can listen to our podcast on any platform, Anchor, or we're on Spotify. Um, just Apple. yeah, Apple, Google, mm-hmm. any of the main podcast uh, platforms as Salty Saints. Great, thank you guys very much. Thank All you. right, until next time, you both take care. You too. All right, Bye-bye. thanks. Bye. I pray this really encouraged you. I pray that your eyes were opened a little bit more to the fact that the return of Jesus is near, but there's a time of trouble ahead for this world. And so I really want you to have not a sense of panic. Let me make myself clear. No panic. There's no need to panic, but a sense of urgency, an urgency to share the gospel, knowing that for many lost souls, there's not much time left, right? We have the way to eternal life. You know, Christianity didn't start out being called Christianity. It was known as the way. I don't know if you know that, but yeah, um, when the church, very early days of the church, those that um, believed in Jesus Christ, that he was the son of God, that he died for our sins and rose from the dead on the third day and was seated at the right hand of the father and will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. These people were known as not Christians, but people of the way. And we know, as Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. So don't be afraid. Be bold. As a matter of fact, be bold in sharing the gospel. Be bold in standing for truth. Speak it with love, humility, and boldness. Be that one little candle. Light your own corner of the world. Remember, I just mentioned a few minutes ago, those concentric circles start in your own home and branch out from there. Be the light. So song for the day, I'm going to use the same song that I used in the part one of this, and that is Jesus is coming back. I'll have the link to it in the podcast description. A great song, nice little reminder, a really encouraging reminder that no matter how complicated things get in this fallen world, Jesus is coming back very soon. If you enjoy One Little Candle podcast, if you like what you're hearing, if it all helps you or encourages you, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. Those are always helpful. Leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at One Little Candle Podcast, as well as my website, onelittlecandlepodcast.com. On my website, I have links. I have various helpful ministries there. I have some resources and I have information and ways, uh, links and how to find uh, any of the podcast guests that I have had on One Little Candle. And you can listen to the podcast. There's a player right there on the website. So check it out and follow. You can have access to my blog posts as well. Um, if, and if you sign up as a subscriber, I love to send little freebies and goodies just to help you and encourage you in your walk of faith. All right, that does it for today. Until next time, you take care and God bless.